This podcast is a production of Digital and Creative Media Works. To help support us, head to dcm.works to find links to our other show notes, Patreon, and merch. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast of... We didn't set the timer up. Holy crap. <laughs> I just looked at the stand in the corner of my... This is how tight I am. Oh, okay? no. That's fine. Hey guys, welcome finally back to the Alpha Artist... <laughs> I'm David, DCM Creative Director, Lee Writer. <laughs> This is Ben. Just gotta, you know, I'm fucking checked out, dude. Like, this, man, this week, Ben, we are talking about... How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. This week, we were talking about... I, I wasn't really asking because I cared. I was asking to ask. I was surprised uh, why you asked because you, you don't care at all. No. Uh, this week, we were talking about the mechanics of the Nemesis system. The world of men. So this is the... Well, I mean, you can probably explain it a bit better than I can. So, from what I understand it... It's from Assassin's Creed, Middle Earth. Hmm. Uh, good joke. Uh, it was. I just... It is. It actually quite... It, it is. Battle, Battle for Middle Earth? Now that I've said no, it's a good like joke, that's a 2002 game. Yeah. Um, it's also Shadow a Shadow of Middle Earth? Shadow of Mordor. Mordor. Isn't um, the new one, like... Shadow, shadow of, of Mordor, war. Shadow, shadow of, of war. war, which is like it's Shadow of War, which is like the most. It's so it's Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Middle Earth Shadow of War. Right, so, horrible names. I mean, the second one's way too generic. Names. Shadow of War, like what? Um, there's should, just there's just a whole lot of war going on in the sky, and they're just in the shadow, going, "Oh no, there's a lot of war going on up there." In front of the sun, arguably, it's under the shadow of the Tower of Sauron, but no, that's neither here nor there. Um. At any rate, so no, from what I understand battle. about the system, <laughs> this is going to be a rough episode for you boys and girls at home. Um, David is very tired, and boy, um, and if, I'm not having any of it. I'm and just... Ben is just not in the mood for it. So no. here we go. Now, what I understand about the system going into it is, I, I, I'll give a quick rundown, and you can correct me if I get anything wrong. Sure. So in the game, uh, you play as a as a character who has like some sort of he's he's, he's got some elven powers, and he's got some. He's got Calib. Kellabrimble. Uh, Kellabrimble, yeah. Kellabrimble. Who is one of the. Uh, he was one of the forges forges of, of the, the ring. Of the Nine Rings of Power. Nine Rings. So he and was so the he, Elven. And he's the guy that made the One Ring. Yeah, so he's the one that went loco crazy and ended up breaking off um, and creating the One Ring. Correct. Yeah. So and he's this, the bad one. And at this stage, it isn't corrupted by Sauron yet. It's just the One Ring of Power. It's just the One Ring of Power. So here's what I understand about the premise of the game. Sure. And bearing in mind that I played the whole thing, which is forever ago. Um, I was gonna say I've played less of it, and I, yeah, I only noticed because I've been I've been run down. I'm by also people. a real dum dum. I've um, been like I've had like the whole background of who like Calibring is. I learned a lot about the. Down. I learned a bunch about. You have a lot of friends. I have a lot nerds. of friends who are like super into Lord of the Rings. So mm. They've all told me like where this sits in the law. It is an alternate universe technically. Technically, but it also may not be depending on how this ends. Because uh, Calibring is not meant to be a wraith at all. He's he's meant to not be there at all. He's not meant we'll, to be there. We'll get to we'll get to it. We'll get to Excuse it. Excuse me. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. All there right. we go. Four. Um. We'll get to it. Did you know? We will get to it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the so Nemesis yeah. Okay. So <laughs> from what I understand, you play as you play as Talion, who who is associated with this this wraith character, and that, that he has powers that he uses to kill, uh, corrupt, uh, and interact with orcs who exist in a hierarchy. And the orcs have like a, a hierarchical, hierarchical structure where there are war chiefs at the very top. They have like captains and lieutenants and other people yep. funneling all the way down to just like your bottom of the barrel grunt orcs. Just, yeah, chaff. And from what I understand, each orc is assigned a series of values that give it a sort of a personality. So there's 50 different voices in the game 
Uh, there's like they have like a random name generator that yeah. combines words, and what it does is it associates all of those together in some kind of cohesiveness to create a, a believable character. So like you'll have um, a character who's quite fat and like angry, and uh, his voice will be kind of like he'll sound like he's kind of bumbling and yeah and angry, and, and it's so like then, he can't be blocked. Yeah, and but that's he's like scared of fire. <laughs> Yeah, so they usually have they have one attribute to start with, and then sorry they have they have a strength and a weakness to start with, and then as you learn more about them, fuck off, cat, you vomited on the floor. <laughs> um, as they as uh, I don't know if it's going to come up on the audio, but for the listener at home, the cat uh, vomited on the floor, and then he's now, he's now outside meowing at us. So fuck that guy. Um, so oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. That was a really bad idea to do that joke. Um. When you learn more about them, when you learn more about them, they gain you at they gain new attributes based on what happens to them in the world as you learn more about them. So, no, no, let me let me explain. So, so an that's event, what it's meant to be like, yeah. <laughs> so, an event is triggered in the world as you move through an area, and whether or not you see it, if you're within the vicinity, an event is triggered. An event occurs. You could have interacted with it, and the outcome of that event then adds an attribute or takes one away to that character. Right. Or in some way changes its... Whether, like, they might... That, that, that orc might kill someone else or it might get attacked by a warg and then be afraid of wargs or uh, he might get uh, poisoned by grog and then he's a, you know, he, he refuses to drink from grog barrels or, like, maybe he gets killed on fire so he's afraid of fire. Like, there's a variation of different um, uh, attributes that, or, or, or uh, if, if... Most commonly the way it happens and the most common way you discover new people at the start of the game is... You'll get killed by a character, by a yeah. random enemy, and then when they kill you, that triggers. Uh, it takes whatever the template was for that random orc, and it makes them into a character on the board. Yeah, and it gives them a name, and they gain power from killing you. Yeah. So they gain ranks. So one of the ways that you can advance characters in the game is by letting them kill you to become like the top rank. Yeah, which is a weird way of doing it, but it's a way of doing it. I thought that was the best way. To- oh, you can have them kill you other can- people, can't you? You can. Um- you can there's sort of different ways of doing it you can kind of like help them along in like their natural process mm-hmm. um or you can have like an insider so you can right. actually have one you can you have, ally them to you yeah you can like control one and basically um they don't attack you so but and then right. you kind of just help them along well yeah and they become like your friend kind of thing yeah there's like there's a few the structure of the game is really annoying because it it introduces these really important game mechanics as just being random side bits of the story that are scripted, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it's not scripted. It's actually very important and a huge mechanic in the game. Yep. They do it like eight hours in. Um, yeah, that but that happen. aside, once you actually get the full featured nemesis system, yeah, yeah it's this sort of... When you're playing it, it's this living, living breathing sort of like dynamic system where you never really know what's going to come next it's not like oh this guy's the final boss even though there is a final boss um but it's like ah oh, here's the here are your like your sort of enemies yeah and and so what it feels like in the game when you're playing it is that outside of the space that you're physically occupying it feels like the world continues to occur yeah and it's all complete bullshit it's all entirely smoke so mirrors. so two things <laughs> so two things before we get into it because i have so many questions sure so Mike Bithell has a great blog post about it that breaks down like the seven different ways that they make you think a character is like bullying you on purpose or like particularly interested in you right. in some way. I haven't read the blog post. It's not very good, but it it <laughs> I only say that because when I was doing a bit of research, what I kind of started to learn was that A, I don't understand enough about game development systems to be able to like get my head around how the overlapping systems work. But right. the other thing that I started to realize is that 
no one else really is able to answer coherently like the way that it works when you play it they just have like oh well there'll be like four different things that interact and they create yeah. that thing what i'm interested in is when you're playing it how do you get whatever the systems exist and what are they and how do they give you the illusion of so i think there's like a few things that you have to like sort of nail down with systems like these and a lot of this is it's a weird thing where you can actually tell a lot about if you can tell you can find out a lot about a system based on how much information you can find about it so if you go and try to find like how does the nemesis system work you'll get zero answers you'll get people saying like oh you'll get like marketing bullshit where it's like ah, oh, you know the the orcs are out there living in this world and they're interacting with each other and they're gaining strengths and weak no they're not. Oh, it's, my, my fun fact. It's a bunch of random uh, events that just say, when this happens, do this. When, before you get too much into it, um, <laughs> my fun fact that I know about this game that took me forever to fucking find, like I did right. like a lot of journalism digging and whatnot, was that apparently during the development of the game, I only found this out from reading like really obscure back tweets and blogs. Oh God, yeah. Um, I was up really late the other night because I was like, I got like into the rabbit hole. Minimal, minimal research. I got, I got into the rabbit hole of like the development of the game because I was hoping to find some answers about the system. Right. Um, I'm just not a game developer, kind of so I, it was, it was like inaccessible to super me. Super late? No, what happened was there was a team that was working on the system and they weren't communicating communicating very well with the publicity team or the people that were like publishing oh, it. Oh, so it's like so a No Man's was Sky kind of thing. Sort of no, less though, because Monolith weren't really having like they weren't communicating well with Warner Brothers in such a way that internally Monolith was struggling to communicate like at all with each other. Right. So like they were developing the system, and even in like some of the pre-alpha builds, there are all these features that they were going to have that stayed in the game until like one of the build like one of the builds before launch like really late like uh, additional features in the nemesis no, like, system that would have made working, it like crazy it. well no they were like we were never working on that we don't know why that's like why would you think that's in the game and everyone was like well because it's in the it's in the like patch notes for this release and they were like yeah we took that out two weeks ago and they're like why didn't you tell us and so there's just this like whole mess of right of like at every level, the communication failed between the teams and how they were working. So that was the game real... was actually good. Well, that's what that's part of what um, uh, there was a uh, I think it was a Kotaku article maybe um, that was talking a bit about why that was so weird for them, like why the Nemesis system could have been much more like complex and elaborate or whatever. And so I was like, maybe that's why there's no information on it. And this is what I think is because honestly, no one knew at the time. Like, yeah. when it came out, the people making it didn't really know how to talk about it because the team hadn't communicated thoroughly enough with each other, such that when it was time to market it and explain how it worked, they were like, we don't fucking know because no one's really spoken to yeah. us. Um, the fact that, and when the, even when the game is out, the fact that no one has been able to go back and really sort of properly um, sort of reverse engineer how the system actually works. So what does that mean? So, you know, if you think about like... No, I, sorry, I know, I know what reverse engineering it means. I mean, in that, what, is, right. what, is, what are the implications? What are the implications So, if you think that? about like um, Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls tells the player nothing about how its systems work. Yep. But people are able to go in and figure out all this amazing stuff on how the game actually works. Mm-hmm. That's because the systems in Dark Souls are actually built to sort of... It's kind of... In a sense, you give it an input, it'll give you an output. You mm-hmm. give it the same input, it'll probably... You know, it will usually give you the same output. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very, it's a fairly deterministic thing. Yes. Um, and while AI is reasonably... Because it's just a big AI system. And um, so AI in this context um, refers to the... Sort of the... Because the... You don't just mean the enemies, do you? No, I mean because... 
the game isn't sort of running AI on all the individual characters everywhere in the world while you're not there. Like that's that's not happening. Um, we're talking Shadow Mortal. Shadow Mortal. Yeah. Yeah. So like you, when you're in some area of the map, it's not running. Oh, it's, it's calculations like, it's, on no, fights. It's, it's like fog of war around you. Yeah. of What's happening? And outside that fog of war, it's just running very simple you know checks and you know some random numbers and it's maybe saying it's saying it's been five minutes trigger do a thing. trigger this change in this yeah. number in in this table yeah, it's like it's like it's been five minutes do that thing yeah. okay we're starting a door it's 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 like roll the dice yeah. trigger that event which is this in this table which it's makes al- this almost guaranteed it's doing that so um, and it's the kind of thing where because it's doing that it's really hard for players to go oh to you know to metagame the nemesis system and get like a really uh, strong ally do these things because they will cause these things to happen that's what you mean by it's hard to reverse engineer yeah whereas in dark souls when people are like if you want to you know it, dark souls is a bit different but it's like you know to do well in dark souls do these things do because only, the game is do only strength and determ- stamina. yeah the, the game is quite deterministic yeah you know even boss battles you can be like if you get close to them they'll do this animation and then you roll out of the way yeah it, you, you can you can teach someone to be good at dark yeah. souls and even if you look at games that are insanely complex so like dwarf fortress for example which is co- context uh <laughs> give me the cliff note uh, it's a what really it? advanced, really complex sort of management game. Okay, it's one. It's like is it like Football Manager? But because that's like one yeah, of the, but that's on, an insanely but complex on crack. System. Okay, um, it's like have it's, we? It's had about a ten year development cycle. It's a text based wow. game. I might add. No, it's. I mean, um, Football Manager is a dude. Football Manager is a bunch of dots <laughs> yeah. on the screen. So. Um, I love that Fortress shit. is insane, but everything follows a logical flow. Even yep. though, like, it'll have moments where, like, there was a patch that came out where cats were just dying in a pu- in a puddle of their own vomit for no reason um except for this long contrived string of like dependencies and like logical reasons as to why all of the cats were dying in a pool of their own vomit right so it's like it's so like there's a difference problem. between like i'm just gonna pick something and do it versus something's gonna happen which seems really random so but there's a logic. method you so can follow like a, it through yeah if you if you understand the system you can follow it through so it's like this line of code told us that all the cats in this area would drink this puddle literally, of water, which we told was radiated. Which literally, then- the reason why cats were dying of their own vomit was they they added a thing where um, animals, where things could clean themselves if they got covered in something. Mm-hmm. And when they clean themselves, they leave behind the puddle of that something on the ground when, it, when they clean themselves. Sure. And then what happened is as... They found out that cats were dying from alcohol poisoning. They were like, but cats aren't meant to drink alcohol. But then they found out that there were dwarves would be in a pub drinking alcohol. They would get given a job. They would just throw their beer on the ground because they're dwarves, run off. The cats would walk through the tavern, get covered in alcohol, then lick themselves clean and just a shit ton (laughs) of alcohol and die. That's crazy. So, like, there's a logical flow as to why all these cats were dying in their own pool of vomit. But it seems random, whereas in something like Shadow Mordor... It is random? It's guaranteed random. Like, okay. you, you know, they'll, you'll be running along and it'll be like, so-and-so is having a duel with someone else, and you're like, that just happens. Right, like, but there's like... There's no reason as to why it happens. No, sure, but like, it doesn't... I, I guess what I'm curious about is, as a developer, how do you make that not feel random? And I, I, I know it's because of, like, world building and stuff like that, but, like, no other game has really done what they did. And no one's copied it. Well, I think the reason it works is that the fact that it doesn't actually matter that it's random. If you think about it, walking along and then having a pop up and say, there's a duel happening. You're not like, oh, that's not that wouldn't happen. <laughs> so is it, is it like the Skyrim effect where there's just enough space and enough events that 
enough and if you have enough random ones you stop noticing that they're random i think it's a thing where the random element like when i say the nemesis system is complete bullshit and random most of it comes from um the most of the randomness is just the actions that happen so like the sort of like a duel is starting and like you know type maybe who wins the duel like that stuff is kind of random unless you go in and actually well that sort of but that stuff's manipulate like it. that stuff's like pokemon right though in some ways because in a sense yeah because they'll have it, attributes yeah, and stats it sort of and, looks at them and goes yeah this one would and win. it rolls a dice and it or goes, this one would yeah this one would have a 90 percent chance yeah. of winning um but it's yeah it's a kind of thing where that stuff is random but i think the core of the nemesis system with the changing yep sort of movement and the changing pieces. like alliances like i think that is mostly deterministic it sort of like follows you know this person won the duel so they got more powerful you know you killed this person who is you know the war the the bodyguard of this warlord so this warlord now like really hates you like that stuff has like a very obvious that's like, got logic do dates. this get this you know if I, this, I, I put this. in this output and i get yeah. the same output. if this then put, this or this yeah put in this input get so, the same output. so so that stuff they just set logical if or gates for like different yeah. activities and i mean some of it could be kind of like semi-random where it's just like you know this orc might be like oh if you kill his bodyguards he gets really angry and this but this guy is like oh he doesn't really care but they all kind of act the same you kill their bodyguards and they're like hey like dude. don't like dude <laughs> yeah none of them is going to be like nah it's fine i didn't like him anyway like no. well you all. get the same event you get a similar event each time but the context of the event is different so like sometimes it'll be such that you'll kill one and he'll be upset with you that you've killed them and instead of like doing like a war like rally or something he'll like go to the he'll like go for like a like a walk with some of his other people as like a funeral march or something so like they give it some context through just like yeah. literal text and and some interactions but like f- i guess why why hasn't assassin's creed copied it like no no but like <laughs> yeah no out, it right? is it, so, yeah so uh, here's what's frustrating to me as as someone that like here's the potential i see and let me pitch you so right. Let's say, like, I could see the applications in so many different well, ways. Well, I mean, they that would did. give flavor they, to different. They stuff. did attempt with Syndicate. Let me explain why it doesn't work in a second. <laughs> but like, so, okay, let's say you're playing like NBA 2K, like the basketball game. Sure. <laughs> no, but like, hear me out, right? Yeah. And you've got an you've got a similar system where it tracks different people and it gives different people like different characters and different attributes and different events sure. that have occurred, right? And like, you play through the my career mode where you you, you play as like a rising star in the NBA and like. One say it's like James Harden or something. He's like uh, you probably don't know basketball, but like no, let's don't at all. Anyway, well, well, it's some random guy. It's some computer generated some, some person, yeah. some computer generated other rookie who's at your level. And in your first few matches, when you play against him, he always steals off you when when you're on offense, right? Sure. And then after a few games, every time that you face off against him, your nerves are like shot, and like you lose points, and like like you're less agile, and like. You have nice little interactions before the game and during the game. And, like, you can add some flavor in there. And then, like, a season later, uh, when you've moved to a different team and you're facing off and you're, like, much better and you've trained your character more mentally, you come at him and instead of having shot nerves, you actually have a better chance of scoring because he's your rival. Right. You can, like, have, like, little like little spots of that kind of thing in, in games that exist and have, like, pretty dense systems already in place that are, like, structurally sound. And it would give you that, like, spice that you need to make games like that interesting again. Like, we've all played, like, 13 different versions of Madden and, like, 15 FIFAs. <laughs> well, you have. I haven't played any of them. But, like, could you imagine, like, you know, you, you've you got the... The game isn't changing. Football is not changing. No. So you have you bring on an extra development team to work on that. Like, that'd be so amazing. And you could do that in Assassin's Creed. You kill a guard of a, like, fucking fortress, and then, like, 
another guard that you ran away from who knows who you are like becomes like the head of the thing and you have to like bribe him to stop him from like attacking your allies like there's so many things you could do with it why has no one copied it i think a big reason behind it is that it's if you had like a if you took assassin's creed right and then you tacked on you put on that nemesis system the 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 boardroom would be looking at the list of features and it would probably be the first one to get cut because it if because the games games don't really need that kind of um like ai based like narrative stuff because it's you know if stories sell games boobs sell games and if you know if it has those they're they're generally going to just be like yeah it's fine yeah features don't i mean i remember when games like when the xbox was first out features sold games on the back of every box you can pick up like any old xbox game from like the early days and it would be like features the you know it would be like uh, features this you know this kind of action and features these kinds of weapon like that would like it was always like you know features uh outdoor uh environments with vehicles and like it would always be about like the tech feature that was different from every yeah. other game i think the Whereas reason now you can do anything with a game engine i think the reason why it works in shadow of mordor um is that if you take away the nemesis system from shadow of mordor it's not a good game um so you an- so it works because they built the game around it i think it works because they 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 did the smart thing and they looked at their game either when they were like sort of pitching it or sort of early on they went this is just assassin's creed but not as good because it doesn't have the name better combat <laughs> well yeah better combat um but they it's the kind of thing where you know if they looked at it and they went like this could have more um and i think the nemesis system the reason why a lot of people are like oh it's really good um is because it adds so much to that game in particular and and uh... Is it is and I guess the the thing then and you know that that you've you've adequately answered my question which I was bothering <laughs> me which is why I haven't and it wasn't everyone copied it but yeah the I just think it's so interesting that a AAA publisher with a nearly AAA studio Monolith isn't quite there they're really close though um they published a game that had a shitload of money behind it and a bunch of board interference. <laughs> And it was marketed to hell. Like they spent a lot of money on that, and it did something new. Like it had, like it, yeah, that's it, the weird thing. That's like that it had the nemesis. You've system in the never first in your place. entire life, like never since Modern Warfare, World at War, have you uttered the phrase. Well, at least Call of Duty is doing new things because it, they they're not inventing new stuff. Yeah. And like Titanfall didn't really invent anything new. And like you know, Ooh, well, Titanfall didn't invent anything, but it brought a lot of things back. Sure, but like. I it stresses me out that a lot of stu- like and I get th- I get that it doesn't make money to do new things. I understand that I'm not stupid. Like people aren't going to be like I'm going to buy Mirror's Edge too because it's like the first one but better. Like Mirror's that's Edge not Catalyst. Fucking whatever. Catalyst. Um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like I get it. Like don't get me wrong, but like why not take a risk if it works? I mean, I think the in- the more interesting thing is that no one no one from the indie scene has tackled it either. Where tra- is that just a scale issue? I think it is. Um, I think because you need a lot of pe- like to make that work. It's the kind of thing where it's you look at um, you look at Shadow of Mordor and it's just like you're like oh the the you know the Nemesis system is really cool. It's really interesting, but it kind of really works when there's this big open world tacked onto it. <laughs> yeah, and because you need the space to move around to give have the events occur. Yeah, you need you need space, and unless you're literally like setting your game in like space, it's really hard to create 
at least as an indie to make enough room for those things to happen without it being like a text-based game or like an empty sandbox <laughs> yeah because like that's the other thing too i mean i mean I, one of my biggest criticisms of shadow of mordor is that when you've finished it and you've got all the powers the nemesis system doesn't really exist because there's no reason not to have everyone under your control because you've yeah. got the ability to do that so then what you do is you start fucking around with it and you like that's like the interesting part of the game yeah is that when you're i spent like 20 hours after i finished like fucking around seeing what i could make happen like yeah. could i get a an orc from like a baby to like a war chief without me taking control of him like just by letting him kill me and like killing his competitors yeah. and like can that happen and it's like yeah cool i made that and you kind of do other weird shit with it and it's fun but then there's no point but there's no re- yeah like <laughs> there's no like, reason to do that but then it falls into the same problem that assassin's creed does where it's like when you finish the story like, the game's oh, over yeah and syndicate the story wasn't good so then there's like not okay sorry it was the best of the stories that we've seen since four but it wasn't compelling and I don't know. They, I think, oh, you know what it was? It was like, you, you know, it's David seeing as I haven't played it. You, you know, when controller delete did that comic where it was like about his partner getting, having like a miscarriage. And like oh, lost.jpg. Yeah. Lo- oh, right. So, so lost.jpg. Okay, this is like a deep right, cut so internet reference. So we did with memes but at like, the moment. But yeah. like when that happened, that was like the, the re- main reason people didn't like that is it was sort of self-aggrandizing and it wasn't in tone and it didn't make sense. Oh, right. You're talking about like when it actually happened and everyone's like, what the fuck yeah. is this shit? Like it didn't yeah. make, it just right. felt, and the internet hates anything that's self-aggrandizing and yeah. the Assassin's Creed Syndicate story felt like they wrote it and they were like, guys, we have a really good story and the whole time you're playing it's like it. like the video game version of Loss. Well, <laughs> no, it's not even that, but the whole time you're playing it, it feels like the writers and the developers are saying to you the whole time, guys, we wrote a really good story. Don't you love it? <laughs> and it just gets tiring. Right. And it's like the only earnest parts of the story are like the conflicts, be- the conflict between the two siblings in the game that you play as. Sure. But it's not valid conflict because you play as both of them. <laughs> Like it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, it kind of breaks it down. It doesn't. It'd be like if Franklin and Michael in GTA Five had an argument, but like you can just switch between them at any second, and it doesn't work. And like that whole game, like they had such good ideas, and they just fucked it up so badly because they got in their heads that the systems they built were good and the story was great. And if they'd added on, if they'd stopped focusing on like trying to write such a good story, or you know, assuming that they written a good one, there would have been room, I think, to do some more interesting mechanics. Not, not not the nemesis system but something similar in some ways they had that gang thing going on didn't they that was that contrived and shit no that's just uh that's literally a lift out of um the tower capture in every other ubisoft game they just relabeled it and they put a different skin on it and they made it feel different but it's this you just capture an area and you get increased fast travel there yeah and (laughs) and like well no you can fast travel by getting the towers, towers which right. is always how it's been but um classic ubisoft towers no but with, i mean the way it works in that one is you to 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 take over the gang you have to do a bunch of like side quests and then you get like a big gang yeah. fight and then you take over the gang but there's no like it's not like dynamic not, yeah you, you can accidentally kill the gang leader during one of the side quests hmm. but you still have to do all the side quests no. okay so um it, so, yeah so what do you think of the shadow war then because they're it's stressing me out because what they've done is yeah because i i haven't seen much what are they doing with 2.0 okay so so the the reason the nemesis system works is because it simulates a world going on outside your focal point right the new game is expanding your focal point dramatically so instead of being instead of being like one region one war chief good news it's like like it's like it's a county-sized like 
the whole game is like a country area on the map and you're like in one county well now it's like it's not like just, captains and fortresses and yeah it's it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's just the nemesis system it feels like there's like 12 of them <laughs> like 12 individual nemesis nemesis pockets but but from what and then you have one now because you have your own army but from what i yeah so what it is is that you now so the way that it looks like it's going to work is that you control your own nemesis system Yep. of your own characters they have their own infighting and stuff and you can go yep. help people and you can like prom- and then there's like other people that own other fortresses with their own nemesis systems that you can interact with as you had previously or you can use your nemesis system to interact with their nemesis system so it looks like it's really not a good idea in, in theory it sounds I've, great I've, I've, nev- I've never before has a game worked where they've been like they what smash if- two as two ais against each other it's really it's it never it, I don't think there exists a single... Oh, I didn't even mention the other thing. There's also uh, NPC armies that aren't orcs and they're not your army. They're like humans oh. and elves. Yo, yeah. So, like, there's going to be... And I, it might just be story-related. I don't know. But there's also going to be a third element that's like, a, that's like on, you can't affect what they're doing. So how is that going to interact with that? I don't know. Like, it just... For, from what I've seen, it looks like they've scaled it up. They've given you your own system to deal with as well. Yeah. But in doing all of that, I feel like I'm not going to give a shit about any of it because it's too oh, big. Yeah, it's. I think. I think it's the um like the interesting nature of the nemesis system. Well, especially when you have all these like like intertwining alliances, and you like you you with the first game, you have like a map in your mind of what your mem- what your current like nemesis layout looks yeah, like because you've, you've seen it so brain. many times because yeah. it's always yeah, and it's really easy to access, and you know. You know, you're like, oh, I'm just going to quickly check this what's, one guy I'm what's tracking. Grog I'm going to press today? start and just, like, immediately go to where he is because I know where he is I've on, tagged on him my map. Yeah. yeah, and I'm going to go, you know, check and check him out and, like, maybe try to kill him again. Um, but, like, this one, it's like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna go to that one fortress go in to that the one area the and, and check the... It's like, he's just going to get bogged down in menus, and I feel like it's... It loses well, uh, some of the um some of the charm, I guess. Yeah, and the personality and like the intimacy the, with it. You know what it is, and I talk about I talk about this in my Zelda video for the antagonist. Um, there's like an intimacy in like solitude in, in in like open world games. Yeah, like there's an intimacy like in Red Dead Redemption. You spend like a hundred hours with like John Marston walking around the like the old west. Like, yeah. so you become like really intimate with that character in that space. And, like, in Shadow of Mordor, like, it's intimate because no one else is a human. It's just you. You're the only person that you can really identify. A whole bunch of orcs. And, like, in Zelda, it's, like, you spend a lot of time alone in that game. Because there's, like, no one else. It's, like, a dead world. Everyone's dead. You become, like, really intimate with the game and the setting and the character. Taking that and then putting it in the setting of Shadow of War feels like what's going to happen is the charm of, like, the, the dichotomy of Talion and Celebrimbor and the intimacy of the solitude of being the only person that can really like have any effect on this war yeah. is going to become stifled by the fact that you're going to have to th- like manage sl- such a large scale that no longer is it just you. It's like, oh, it's me and it's my army over here and it's yeah. my one insider over there and it's my guy that I killed over there and it's this dude that I brought back from the dead over mm. here and it's this other you know lieutenant that I've corrupted that yeah. he hasn't revealed that he's corrupted but he's working his way into this <laughs> and then it's this and it's just going to get to a point where I'm like, I think it's going to be exhausting yeah. and I don't want to play it. And that's why, like, I, I don't know if it's just like an age thing or if I'm like, I don't know what it is, but anytime a game gets too complex when it shouldn't be, it bothers me. Right. If you're playing Civilization, yeah, 
complex it the fuck oh, yeah. up. Go go ahead. But like, yeah. I don't want to have to. I want to pick up Shadow of Mordor. I want it to be intuitive, and I want to like cut some fucking orcs' heads off, have a good time, not think too hard, and have like a little bit of strategy with like this interesting like hit list that I yeah, have. It's like playing chess with a two year old. You're gonna win. <laughs> But, like, it's fun. You're going to play around for a bit. Yeah, you're going to yeah. toy with them. But I feel like the next game is going to be, like... You're a big boy now. you gotta, you got your own army. you got to no, take no, no. out the fortresses. No, you're, you're like, I don't care. You're playing chess with a two-year-old, but it's actually four chess boards against each other with four sets of chess pieces, and you can move across any board. And, like, 16 two-year-olds. Yeah, and That's I'm like a way too many two year olds, and I I just I'd pass out from exhaustion. After yeah, no, it's hours. it's I think this is gonna be the difference between like Shadow of Mordor is like babysitting, Shadow of War is like working in a childcare center. Yeah, one of them <laughs> so is gonna be twelve two year olds everywhere. One of them's fine for four hours on a Friday. The other one makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah, um, you get paid the same amount for both. No disrespect to people that work. Shout take, out at, to all those blue honest, card holders. Honestly, fuck, man. Y'all are like... I don't know how you guys do it. Y'all are goddamn heroes. Mm. Um, and y'all, y'all got to keep saying to everyone that you love kids. We fucking know the truth, man. We, we're no so sorry. Kids. And we thank you for looking after our kids while we work our jobs, <laughs> man. We yeah, don't have kids. All those kids that we have. We don't have no kids, but I, I feel know. like on behalf of the human race. It might be a good place to end. Look, I... I <laughs> no, look. Sure. Uh, the system itself... I think has a lot of potential. Honestly, I, I think there are a lot of really cool things you could do if you just take it, if you take it and somehow like surgically remove it from the open world um, and do cool things with it. I mean, there are... That's what... That's what I'm like, why isn't... There are games out there that kind of play with the same idea, but they just don't, you know, it's having... I think the visualization is key to why the Nemesis system is so cool. Yeah. Seeing that row of orcs, I think is a really cool visual metaphor that like really nails down like what you're dealing with. Um, yeah, I mean, Bethel talks about the value of the the ones that are shadowed out. Yeah. Because they don't exist in the game, obviously. Sorry to shadow the illusion, but until you interact with someone, they don't... Oh, yeah, they're just... They're not there. No, yeah. they're literally just like... They might as well be empty JPEGs. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> he was... a broken JPEG image. <laughs> but he was... Found. I mean, effectively. But his argument for their value is that what it does is as a player when you uncover that it's like you get like a like it's like a reward like it's like fog of war like they also also show you the the full amount of what you're gonna have to deal with you're not like the first time you see that menu you're like fuck there's a lot of like man that's a lot but you're like it's not 50 it's like it's 16 you can butcher like 100 orcs in one city (laughs) yeah but they're not lieutenants yeah you know and that yeah I mean, actually, this is. Probably- I'm not looking forward to like 20 of those boards in the next one. It's basically. Well, what. this might this might be the this is the point that I want to end on. I guess is yeah. that that is 100 percent what I'm stressed about, and I know they're going to do it. <laughs> there is a way they could make it work, and the only way that happens is if the management of that stuff is f- fairly autonomous in the yeah. way that you have to deal with it. I think if if it's going to so work- you just set a guy you set a guy in charge. So here's here's what if I was them. You set a guy in charge of your nemesis system, like your lieutenant, and he has allies, he just, and there's he like just does, and they just for do it, you. and you can go and help He's if your you butler. want. Yeah, you can go and help yeah. sort that out if this, you know, whatever, or you could just leave it. Yeah, he's your orc butler. Yeah, and you have one of them for each area, and then you, and that's fine. I, I'd be fine with that. But I think what's going to happen is they're going to try and make everything. They're like, oh, we're going to ramp it up, going to make it more extreme. It's going to be bigger and better. And, and you have to do everything because you're the main character. And that is stressful because <laughs> it looks like they've even like compl- they've complicated like the abilities and like they've added more stuff. Oh, there's just, I don't want more combos. The to button push. presses were hard enough as is. Like the fucking. The, I mean, Batman. The, the ba- Batman combat system is really hard. Batman sometimes. nailed it in Arkham City, where it's like you've got like four or five combinations. That's it. 
Yeah, and even double then, like you double tap bumpers to do different things when yeah. you like, and you get the hang of it. Even then, like remembering what uh, to double. It's tap. actually that is I've never never repeat this to anyone else. You listening at home, but the Arkham games are really easy to play on a keyboard because it's because one, it's just one through. You double tap numbers. the button and yeah. it does the quick fire. Yeah, and the be- the mouse button, the right click is the counter. Buttons, it's like and hold the, f- the left trigger and double tap the right bumper while you scratch no 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 no. The fucking keyboard is the, the easiest way to play those yeah. games. And every time I say that, people look at me like I've killed a fucking child. Because you can't say that as a PC. You can't say that, like people are like you fucking like PC snob. It's, it's an action game. You should play it on a controller. Third person, no. Best way to play it. It's best on keyboard. Uh, conversely, Shadow Mortal controller. But no, I don't know. I, I just I want it to be good, but I also think that we've got a we, they've got to a point now where the, the idea is going to eclipse their ability yep. to make it work. Well, I'm not spending f- full price on it because I don't do that. So no, well, I mean, I don't, that's my review. I don't know how long. That's my pre-review of the game. I'm not paying for it. Yeah, I don't know how long until I'll buy it, but at some point I will check it out. But months, mainly because I'm curious. Least. Probably months. I got the first game for about five bucks so dude plan nice. to get the second one for about five bucks dude nice um that's probably a good place to end a, a, a good a place as any to end is what i was trying to say and then my mouth stopped working <laughs> my, mouth, my mouth got me in trouble uh have you got any recommendations this week ben i'm playing a game called Hacknet. it's fun oh okay it's like probably the there's so many like hacking games out there this is probably the only good one because it go. uses proper linux commands in the command line mm. Ooh, i love it i was almost interested i know um uh, I've been listening to uh, the new Smith Street Band record, which is called "More Scared of You Than You Are of Me," um, and it's it's like it's like Yelly. It's really I really love it. It's are really the, it's really fucking depressing. Are they the lesbians? No, you ask this every week. <laughs> They're not. They're different. Okay. Um, it's really fucking depressing, and I love it. Um, I've been listening to that, and I've been trying to finish Boss Girl, which is on. Netflix, which is like about this like fashion. I think I mentioned this before. Right. It's really hard because every time I start watching it, I'm like, Gilmore Girls is better, so I just watch more Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so that's like what I've been doing. Um, uh, but it's always been at that time of the week. Where can people find us? Facebook. Yeah. Twitter. Yep. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Patreon. That's where the money comes from. That's a good one. Patreon.com slash DCMworks. Um, Instagram. I was in the middle of a read there, thank you. Uh, thanks this week to Joep Kumans, who's finally joined the Patreon train. Long-time listener, first-time patron. That I have like a blister on my hand. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, really painful. Um, uh, and also anonymous, there, there are two top patrons. Uh, if you want to help support the show, it's the best way to do it. It, it helps keep the lights on. and um, Those lights. and the, I'm not going to do that joke again. No, you've done I that a few times. Time. <laughs> um, it helps keep the lights on. And uh, yeah, you get some free... You get, you get the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's great. You get some extra podcasts. You get like our... You get the garbage. I mean, the one that, that we've we just, just done is shovel off fucking amazing. The N one turned out really well. So check that out. The, the what one? The, the short story that I read you. Oh, yeah. Turned out really well, actually. That was just a fun time. That was really... I want to do more of that stuff. We're Made gonna me very at, sleepy, though. Yeah. I was quite tired. We're going to look at some other stuff. It's... it's Exhausting. We're looking at doing some more of that stuff. Let's check that out. Uh, and as always, this episode is brought to you by DigitalOcean. Um, they are a website hosting service. Um, if you go to dcm.works/ocean, you can get ten dollars of credit on us. It's a, equivalent to like two months of hosting. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, helps us out. Helps out the show. It takes you like ninety seconds to set up a droplet. They're really easy to use. I can use them. They host our podcast, so check them out. And if David can use them, anyone can. Because David's an idiot. I am a moron. Um, and they're so helpful because <laughs> I'm such a ditz. Yep. So check them out. We we really love working with them, and we don't recommend stuff we don't like. So peep them. Yeah. Check them. 
That's fair. Have a squiz, see what they're about. And if you go to dcm.work slash ocean, it helps us out, helps you out, and it's just a good time for everyone. Uh, I'm at DCM my head pie. I'm at literal citrus. And we'll see you guys next week. Unless we have like a horrible accident. You're just like repeatedly finger gunning? Finger gunning's life, dude. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. <laughs>